Man, I thank God today. I just thank the Lord today to be here. I thank the Lord for the worship team. Amen. I thank the God for everybody up on this platform, just seeing everyone growing and every, man, it's just, this is a family reunion. I'm the brother with the different mother, but the same father. Amen. Somebody said it's only, it's supposed to be three brothers, but here go the other brother. Amen. Long lost brother. Amen. So we thankful to be here today. Amen. We thankful we birthed out of the same house. These grounds is holy grounds. Amen. These grounds is holy grounds. Amen. It's a bloodline, a legacy, a Holy Ghost-filled people that came through this room, came through this building, been on this carpet, spoke from this platform. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in us and is in you. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 I'm just stirred up today. I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful to have been here this weekend. I'm thankful. i just tell you, there was some powerful worship you, you know, you guys could be seated if you can. If you can't, we just, I'm just thankful for the pastors inviting us here. I'm thankful for Pastor Matt and Pastors Rachel. Glory to God. We want to give God the praise for this mighty couple of Jesus. Hallelujah. That hears from God. Hallelujah. As I was even talking with Pastor Matt yesterday, you know, Jesus, you know, was about his father's business at the age of 12. God wants us to be about our father's business. Our children could be about our father's business. Amen. If you got a relationship with God, it's time to begin to be about your father's business, begin to exercise that relationship. So we, we thank God. We just come in to shout. We come in not only to shout, but we come in to express the love of God. We're not here to preach at you. We're here to help, help strengthen you and be strengthened. You know, we're here to be encouraged, and we hope you get encouraged. Amen. We're not here to condemn, but we're here to spread the love of God. We're here to welcome the people of God. We're, we're not here to judge. We're here to, we're here to just see God, you know, uh, be the final judge and get the last say. We're just here to usher in whatever God wants to do through us. We just want to be willing vessels. We really want to be willing vessels and, and, and just seeing the people in here, the hungry hearts. It's a good thing to see hungry hearts in this day and hour. There's some churches around the world that still ain't open their doors. You know, some people are just, just, just not wanting to come back. You know, a lot of people went through a lot of things over the last three months. I don't know about you, but a lot of things has happened in the last three months. In my life, in your life, people have died. People have born. People have lost businesses. Businesses have been birthed. You know, uh, there has been all types of things. People have gotten sick. People have gotten healed. Amen. But God is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. He is the God. He is the God of the living. He's the God of the dead. He's the creator of creation. Amen. He's the author and finisher of our faith. Amen. He's in control of everything. Nothing shocks God. He's in control. Amen. I'm telling you, the winds may blow. It ain't easy serving Jesus. Amen. It ain't easy. It ain't a walk in the park. They said this faith walk ain't a cakewalk. Amen. This is one of the strongest walks you got to walk. Amen. Some people say they want to keep it real, but when you meet Jesus, you're going to have to keep it real. When you, with G, when you meet Jesus, you talk about keeping it real. When you meet Jesus, you're going to keep it real. You either got love in your heart or hate in your heart. You either want to serve or you want to be served. Amen. You either called or you just, you just going to do your own thing. You're going to either call and respond to the call of God or you're going to not pick up the phone. And God wants his people to begin to pick up the phone in this hour. After this pandemic, if you don't believe there's a God, we ain't here to twist your arm to believe there's a God. It's time to begin to be activated to serve God. 
This ain't the time to figure out if there's a God. If you're still on that backside of the desert, we're praying for you. But if you got to understand now, I want to serve God. I want to give him all my heart and mind and soul. When this thing hit, it, 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 we don't know what to expect. But we got to know that Jesus is still in control. This didn't shock God. And I thank God for my beautiful wife and that powerful song. I, I just thank God. This is our first Sunday for four years to be able to get away from the church. Amen. Our own home church. We was able to get away and preach somewhere else. We thank God for them being able to release us to come. You know, Brother Terrell is sharing the word of God. It's a powerful thing to be able to train up others and pour into others and begin to see them resurrected and strong and able to hold their own, amen, to draw souls, to lead souls. So we, we thank God that we got the opportunity to be able to share with the body. I tell you, this day here is a memorable moment for me. This is a historical moment for me to be able to come behind this podium and be able to share God's love to the people of God. I walked into this church, Pastor Matt said 10. It had to have been 14 years as a single African-American brother from Philadelphia. I came into this church, brother Jason Seiler brought, invited me to this church. I was a businessman in Philadelphia, ex-drug dealer, God, you know, ex-man. I don't know about, some of us all was born with a halo on our head, but I, I wasn't born with a halo. I came in and born in sin, shaped in iniquity, and the Lord, you know, allowed me to come to this church. I was saved, but I wasn't all the way saved. You know, I loved the Lord, but it, it was some areas that God had to, to, had to, to burn out of me to be begin to allow me to come to maturity. It was some areas of development. How many know you could be saved but still not tapped into the full power of the Holy Ghost? And you'll be saved and go to heaven, but it's areas in God that you won't let them in where he wants to take you. How many times, you know, you welcome somebody in your house, but you keep them in the vestibule because you don't want them to come in the living room? There's some people in the church that have welcomed God into their life, but they won't let them into their heart. They'll just let them into their head. They'll have a relationship with God in their head, but their heart is saying another thing. God wants to have a total relationship with you. you every time he comes to enter past the vestibule at the front of the church, every time he wants to come into your heart, you reject him. And you want all the fruit of God, but you don't want to be obedient to God. You want the benefits of God, but you won't let him totally come in. And God said, in this hour, I want to begin to come into your heart. I want to begin to sup with you. I want to begin to fellowship with you. I want to begin to begin to reveal you to you. Because when I came to Christ, I didn't even know myself. And when I came to him, I began to get understanding of who I really was. I said, man, I wasn't really big and bad like I thought I was big and bad. I, I really didn't have it together like I thought I had it together. The, the, the Bible say, you know, the Lord reaches to the highest mountain and to the lowest valley. So if you got money and you think you above God, God will meet you right on your high mountaintop. And he'll meet you right on your lowest valley. He'll meet you right in between. And if you make your bed in hell, he's right there to say, come on, hey, I'm right there for you. Because I've never left you nor forsake you. But God in this hour is looking for obedient Christians. Willing to forsake the world and be obedient. Some people just want to keep flirting with sin. They just want to keep shaking their fists at God because his mercy is so rich. They, they just refuse, even after the corona, they just refuse to say, Lord, I'm going to give you my heart. I'm going to give you my mind. I'm going to give you my spirit. I just, some people just want to do what they want to do, but we got to be willing to allow God to truly come in and take control. 
it was some areas I, I don't know. I'm just, it was something I wanted to share. I can't even get it open, but this is what's coming to my heart as I share, as I seen uh, Sister Mar, just seeing all of the different people that, man, that's still here, that's holding on to the faith. Just standing steadfast during the transition. One of the things I know, and I didn't, I shared with Pastor Matt, he was one of the most powerful youth pastors I ever heard of or seen. Everything I learned about God and the depth of God was right in this house. I don't take nothing. Right in this house on this carpet, a brother from Philadelphia, I'm telling you, who had a minute vision to the things of the Spirit. I could tell you some worldly things, but the things of the Spirit was birthed right here. I used to pray for me, myself, and I until I came here and said, wow, it's bigger than you, Brother Jones. It's about other people. You know, you're still praying to me, myself, and I's prayers. You, you got you to gotta begin to begin to pray for others. When you come to Christ, it's not about you. It's about him. And, and when I came here, I'd never forget Pastor Matt had the youth. I mean, it was striving. Every youth that came through at that time was being touched and impacted, being filled with the Holy Spirit and changed. And now God has elevated him and his wife, amen, to the full senior pastor role in this house. And I'm quite sure this place is going to explode with folks. Some folks still in, in contemplation mode. They still in Lodabar mode to figure out. But the man of God is qualified, certified, and ready to go forth to take the church to the next dimension if you grab hold of what God wants to do. When he called me within a week, we was in Arizona, and I said, man, I know that was God. Because Pastor Matt, like he said, God, is he was ministering, and I was just here for training in the Word. I was just here at the Word Fellowship just to train, just wanting to soak up the Word. Some people thought we was going to be lifers in Williamsport, but they didn't know we was just here at a, on a Moses backside of the desert experience to be trained, to be, to be poured out, to be burnt up. And God took a God to be, to be crucify your flesh, to learn how to love my wife to learn how to be faithful to God, to learn how to let materialism leave, to let addiction flee, let perversion go, just totally get separate from God. So we always tell the story, we had to come to the mountains. I'm from the Philadelphia, so that's the, there's no mountains in Philadelphia. So this was my mountaintop experience, and some of us got to go through some mountaintop experiences while you're in the valley to bring you to where God wants to take you. There's some people in here that's still in contemplation mode, but God is telling me to tell you to get on the boat. Get in the boat. Get on the train. Don't just, you've been around and you figured, you know, I just want to sit and see. I just want to, it's all right to stick and stay. But God said, jump in the train because it's going to move forward. It's going to move forward. It ain't on a standstill. It's not, everything we need is right in this house to transform this community for the glory of God. Some people say, oh, you know, here come Brother Al, you know, he's going to be fired up. But this is a fired up that's not going out. God wants you to get fired up. He wants you to get excited about Jesus. He wants you to get passionate about Jesus. He wants your fan to flame. Amen. This ain't about just emotionalism. This is about having a heart for God to totally come in and take control of your life. So today, I encourage everyone in this room to allow God to begin to minister to the chambers of your heart. I know you know it all. I know you've seen every move of the Spirit. But God said, is there any room that you're willing to grow and learn something new about me? And I'll use a donkey to give you a word. I'll use a baby to give you a word. I'll use a white man or a Chinese man or whoever I got to use to get your attention in this season. 
I'm telling you something. God, God will use anybody to help you hear what his spirit is speaking. He said, in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. So you got to forget about how you was trained as a child. You got to forget about the talks you had with great grandmom and great granddad about individuals and different people. We got to put aside differences and hear what God is breathing in the house of God. Amen. This is a spiritual war. This isn't about a carnal war. So people can protest. They can be peaceful protests. They could do this. They could do that. But one kingdom that's going to last forever is the kingdom of God. No, of all the groups that's out here, so many groups that, that make you think you feel apart. But you people don't understand you only going to feel apart and become apart in the body of Christ. Every other group, amen, is going to dry up. Every other group is going to slow down. But the momentum of the Holy Ghost don't stop. And God is looking for bridge builders in this hour. He's looking for kingdom builders in this hour. He's looking for people who don't see sin. They don't see skin, but they see sin. He's looking for people that's willing to lay their lives down to see his work come forth. So we've been here. We sat for 12 years. I, I was here in Williamsport. I work, worked as a, as a nurse for a little bit and did a little bit of construction. And God said, sell everything and go to, go to, go to Chicago. I said, Lord, I want to go to Philadelphia. That's where all my family at. That's where all my resources is at. You hear me, myself, and I. That's where my, my, my. God said, I'm sending you to Chicago where you don't know nobody, and you're going to watch me build my church. You're going to see my power. You're going to see my grace. You're going to see my mercy, and can't nobody get the glory. So God sent us out there with nothing, stripped us down to everything. Sell your house, and now you're going to go rent. Sell your car. Sell whatever you got. Get rid of it. It means nothing. You can't take it with you. And now I'm going to be able to equip you with everything you need. And God is speaking to some. Are you willing to give up everything for my kingdom? You know, some people, some people will do it on their deathbed. But God said, while you can walk and talk in your own being, are you willing to give up everything for the advancement of my kingdom? Are you willing to be faithful to God's servant to see his kingdom come forth? But I see his shortcomings. But do you see your shortcomings? Do you see God's all-knowing? All do you see God's perfection? God will use imperfect people to do perfect things. You can look at me all day and judge, yeah, but he, but what about what God can do through anybody? We all got some shortcomings. We all drop the ball somewhere or another. But thank God for the man and woman of God to say, Lord, even though I'm going to drop the ball, I'm going to run with it. Every time I fall, I'm going to get back up. I need you to move in my family, move in my house. So, 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 so I just want to encourage somebody today, and I'm going to take it to the Word. Some people saying get to the Word, but it's just been so much. This is the Word as I'm sharing and exhorting because this isn't, not my will, but thy will be done. The days of religion is dried up. If you're still religious after corona, baby, it's going to take a tsunami to wake you up. It's going to take, if you still you still have a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof, something is wrong. If you're still going to church for another man, something is wrong. Folk then died. Folk is being killed. All types of hate. People are losing their lives heinously and needlessly. And you still playing church? Something is wrong with that. The days of religion is over. God said, I'm looking for some people that are called by my name that would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. When will you live past? Some people don't trust God. When will you live past how you feel? Some Christians still are feeling Christians. If they feel like coming to church, they'll come to church. Everything is a feeling. I don't, you never feel like coming to church, Pastor Matt. I never felt like coming. 
Amen. And, and, and I wasn't always in the church. God had to literally transform me, slam dunk me, and, and change me and put a heart in me for his glory. He has to do that to some of us. He literally has to show you that it's nothing in you. You need him. And he don't share his glory with nobody. Some people, people caught up in them educationalism. They think if they get the highest degree, they, they, they've arrived somewhere. Baby, you, I got news for you. The CDC and the WHO, the WHO Network, don't know how we spread the coronavirus. How many times have you heard the mass help and the mass don't help? What is it, killing me or keeping me alive? You better keep your trust in Jesus. You better keep your faith in Jesus. You got Christians that's scared to... Come out of their house. We've been praying for Christians. We're praying because we have elderly people who are sitting at home 24-7 watching the news. And the news is constantly feeding them where they're scared to come out the house. Members of our church, we got to go to their home. Since the, 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 the news came out of the corona, they never left the house. We had to take an elderly woman water. She didn't have ran out of water, and she's scared to walk out of her door because she's hearing so much news. Here's so much news. So we got to understand, you got to understand the good news. You got to understand that good news is that this doesn't shock God. What it does is it, it's, it's enlightening God's people to prepare for what God, when, when he's coming back. This doesn't shock God what's happening, but he's preparing and ushering us in to his return. Because he's coming back. He's coming back. Some people saying, I've been heard that for a long time. Well, guess what? If you can't see he's coming back now than it was last year or five years ago, you, you, it's going to take an elephant to sit on your back. This, 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 is, this, is, this is serious. We in the, this, he's coming back. Quick. We're at the time where people are calling wrong right and right wrong. Greater than ever before. We're at a time where, we're at, where, where atheism and skepticism is on an all-time high. We're at the time where the, the God's elect is falling away. People who you thought was really saved and sanctified are popping up with hate in their heart. And you, through social media, they're voicing their opinion. You can't have an opinion in this hour. You got to speak truth. Amen. Don't use social networks to voice your opinion. Whether you think it's holy or unholy, you speak it one-to-one, -one, face to face, or don't say nothing at all. You use social media to promote the gospel. If it's not promoting the gospel, you're promoting the enemy. If you're not promoting Jesus, whether you are right in your self-centered ways, or if you got it all under control, whether you believe it's right or not, you got to let God, amen, be glorified through everything. He said, let everything be done in decency and in order. And when you see the saints going back and forth with saints and ain'ts going back and forth with ain'ts on a social media platform that the world can look at, something is wrong with that picture. I'm not going to debate with you, Brother Matt, about the Holy Ghost and fire on a social media platform. I'm going to communicate. I'm going to pick up the phone and talk. And this is where the church is going, which is causing, causing division in the body. And that's why they don't see unity. And then when this hit, we were so divided and there's no unity that we look like the world. The church looked like the world and the world looked like the church. And that's why we got the same divorce rate as the world. What's the difference? What's the difference between serving God and not serving God? We got to get it to the place where we are shining. We have the answer. The church is the time capsule. Before Jesus is coming back, people are looking for, at us for answers. 
People are looking at you. They're looking at me. It's not just the pastors, not just the ministers, it's not just the elders. They're looking at you as a time clock. They're looking at your life as an example. I'll never open my Bible, but I'm going to watch you. And that's what happened when I came into this church. I began to watch people. All of a sudden, man, I, I, was, a, I was a full gospel guy, Pastor Wayne, Apostle Wayne. That's all it was, was the gospel. Man, I got in here and got a hold of that worship. Man, that spirit hit me. God, across every color barrier, every, you was a, you, all of a sudden, you was a rocking old guy, you'll be getting the rock to Jesus. You say, how this happen? You'll be, you'll be dancing. When you come into Christ and he truly immerse you, he'll change your whole trajectory of the way you think. You forget you was white. You forget you was black. You forget you was Chinese when you really tap in to the unlimited resources of God. But if you a vestibule Christian, you'll stay on the surface. You'll be fighting these natural battles with folks thinking it's a spirit. You make, try to make it spiritual, but it's a natural battle, and we can't wrestle against flesh and blood. We know things have been going on before we got here, and it ain't your fault. It ain't my fault, but the fact of the matter is things is going on. So you got to attack this thing with spiritual war. You got to attack this thing through prayer. You got to attack this thing with transparency. We got to attack the attack that's on the church with transparency, with authenticity, with being real with one another, with sitting down. The Bible says, let us reason together. Amen. And, and, and we, gotta, we can't be afraid to reason with one another, but in all respect, amen, but I'm not going to blaspheme you on the social media. I'm not going to destroy your name. What the enemy want to do? Kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to make your name go down and, and tarnished. He don't care how much you talk about, but I want to tarnish your name. It's people that just want to tarnish your name. They just want to drag your name through the mud. They just want to make, because it's really not you. they really mad at Jesus. they really upset with Jesus. When Christians call me at the church and they say they mad at God, I say, uh-oh, I better watch out. they mad at me. They, they, that's what they want to say. I'm mad at God. I'm wondering where is he at. they really mad at the pastor. I said, whoa, where that come from? They, they, they talk about they mad at God, but they ain't got enough heart to tell you I'm mad at you. Because every time I see you, Pastor Jones, I see God. Every time you come in the room, you remind me of what I'm supposed to do, and I don't want to do it, so I, I'm mad. So it's some people that just got hits out on us as believers in these last days because of your stance for righteousness. But I'm here to tell you to keep standing because you're, you, you are a representation of Jesus. You don't even realize how much you represent Jesus. I went in a customer's house. I'm a contractor in, in Chicago now, and, and I went in a customer's house. They were in a homosexual relationship. I didn't know, but the Lord, you know, there was some, they, they were married, and I went in there, and when I walked out the house, the lady, I noticed she kept, kept trying to, you know, kept trying to give me work. You know, they, but they, what she was doing was she wanted me to stay in the house. She was a, a believer. She wanted me to stay in her house. When I walked out of her house, she said, when you left out, you took 21 demons with you. She said, I thank God for you coming in here. You've changed this whole house. She said, I'm definitely wanting you to do the work in my house. So you don't understand the impact. She said she had, was bold enough to say when you came in because you're a man or woman of God, you blessed the house just by your presence and you took 21 demons out. Hold on, I'm telling you something, y'all. This is how much power God's presence brings when it comes on the scene. As we're in this house, that's how much power. Demons know who Jesus is and they know who you are. And the Lord gave me a title today called the Chain Breaker. He's not only a way maker, he's a chain breaker. And some of his saints been chained up for a long time. You've been moving, but you ain't been going nowhere. When the chain broke, everything stopped. 
You've been moving around, but you've been chained up in your mind. You've been chained up in your spirit. And God said, I'm here to break the chain. You've heard it before, but it's still a chain that needs to break. I know you saved. You got took off a crack. You know, some people think after they come off crack or marijuana or heroin, it stops there. They think God is done. God said, I'm just getting started. Brother Jones, I've took you off a drug deal and addiction. Now, I, now I'm going to move you from faith to faith and from glory to glory. He took you off of alcoholism, and you think it, now it's time to put on your lazy boy <laughs> and, and rock your chair and drink lemonade. God said, I got work for you to do. As a matter of fact, it just begun. The alcohol was going to kill your crazy self. So now I want you to begin to serve me. Now I want you to back up a vision. Amen. If you, if you ain't backing up the vision, you're wasting your time. Amen. If you're not supporting the vision, what are you doing? You, you're wasting time. We, God is looking for folks that's going to back up the vision of the house. Amen. He needs people in this hour because the church is, we're in the greatest hour of the church. The church is going to shine the greatest. We have the answers. Glory to God. When God sent us to Chicago, I'm telling you, the Lord gave us the answer. He immediately put us in a, in a, in a protected us, put us in a, a protection, and then he allows us to come in and come out. He said, gangland, at the church, our church is non-traditional church. They people never been in the church. Half the church never went to church, or was, some of them say, was done with church. I was done with, I'm all churched out. I ain't got no more, but when they come into the authentic, when they come into the presence of the Almighty and experience the true love of God, the unconditional, the agape love of God, it brings about change, and it brings about chain breaking. God want to break some chains, but you got to be willing to allow him. You know, this is a seasoned church. This church is seasoned. Amen. The people here have been here. This is a seasoned place. But God said there's still some chains I want to break so that I can fulfill every word that was spoken through this house. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yo, let me calm down. I'm, I'm thankful today. Hallelujah. Man, glory to God. Glory to God. I could just shout hallelujah. Somebody just, this is a good time to take a praise break. Come on now. Let's praise him. Let's praise him. Hallelujah. 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 I think about this all-flesh revival. <laughs> I think about this all-flesh revival. God want to bring an all-flesh revival. We talk, every word he speak, he bring to pass. Every word we got out of this house before we left came to pass. Every prophetic word came to pass. Every word. So God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he got to repent. If God tell you something, you best believe he's going to bring it to pass. If you got a word, you think it's on the shelf, God is going to bring his word to pass because he's not indebted to no man. He don't owe nobody in this room anything. If he, take you, if he takes me out of here right now, I'm thankful. I'm telling you, you'll leave out of here as quick as, the, you'll, you'll leave out of here as, quick as lightning. The, where we're renting our church building at, the pastor, he just recently uh, died two weeks ago. Right after the corona came off, he was about to preach at his church was dressed in his suit, in his house, in his study, and the church was in the parking lot waiting for him to come, and he went to glory. No warning, 55, wasn't old, wasn't sick, just left. And I've heard about people from natural causes within the last three months more than ever. Another young man was in teen, just died, gone. So now the building we're in, where we meet at, we don't know what's going on. The pastor's gone. He transitioned on. We don't know when or the hour or the time that our soul will be required. And if you got unforgiveness in your heart, if you got hate in your heart from some seeds that went down years ago, you won't spend eternity with the king. 
Amen. You will be deceived because God is not mocked. Amen. Concerning, concerning his promises, he will not be mocked. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. And God is looking in this hour for the people of God to begin to reap. This is the due season. Some people have lost jobs. God said, I'm going to give jobs. Guys, some people have lost businesses. God said, in my church, I'm going to birth entrepreneurialism like never before. I'm going, to birth, I'm going to birth businesses in this hour. I'm going to raise up young. I'm going to raise up old. I'm going to speak to those that have been dry in this, for, the, for the season. I'm going to begin to lubricate them. I'm going to begin to set on fire those who were scared. I'm about to bring them to the front. Those that have been in doubt, I'm about to increase their faith. And don't count it strange, amen, if you're one of them people who God has been speaking through, speaking to through this pandemic. God wants to use you, amen. Don't, don't hide in the background, amen, but make yourself available to the man and the woman of God so that you can get what God has. So we rebuke today the spirit of fear and panic. There's a strong fear, spirit of fear and panic. Amen. There's a, there's a spirit of self-centeredness that God wants to rebuke. Amen. Self-centeredness and depression. Amen. When you come to Christ, it's not about you. I know you was abused. I know somebody lied to you. I know they hurt you. But God said, as you begin to focus on me, amen, your problems get smaller. But you got to begin to magnify me, and then your issues get smaller and smaller. And I will begin to exalt you in due season. But I'm going to tear into the scripture because I, I, I just, I'm exhorting. I'm just, it's just the Lord wants to break some chains. Pastor Matt, I'm all right to go. I'm all right there for a moment. I just want 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. Hallelujah. 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm so happy to be home. I can shout. I know y'all some shouting folk. If, it, if I was out there, I'd be shouting. I love to shout. I, I, I was thinking of all the people we used to dance around. And, man, I, I, this, this, I, man, I love being around some shouting folk. But yet shouting not just to shout, but being able to shout and you see change come about. You know, we're not just shouting and falling out just to fall out. When I get back up, I'm a brand new man. I'm, 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 I'm set free. And God is telling somebody today, can I get a little closer to you? Can I come past the vestibule? Can you allow me into your heart? Amen. Can I come? Can I get a little closer to you where, where what, breaks your, what breaks my heart begins to break yours? What hurts me begins to hurt you. Can I get a little bit closer? Beloved, it says in 1 John 4, verse 7 through 8, it says, Beloved, let us love one another. We got to love one another, church. In this hour, we got to love one another. We got to love one another. It seems so simple, but it's very hard. It's very hard. It's very hard. We got to love one another for love is from God and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. So those that have love, this church was founded in love. Whoever has love, amen, you're born of God and you know God. You're connected to God because God is love. Without, without love, you don't have God. And then in verse 4, 8, it says anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. This is real simple. This is, this is not, you don't have to go to Bible school to understand this. this. is real. If you don't have love in your heart, you don't have God. And you can't fake it to make it. Amen. A, 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 a sinner can tell a fake from a mile away. They up in there faking up in there. 
They could tell a faker, especially somebody broken. When I came into this church, I was broken. I had religion all over me. But because I seen the love of God demonstrated, that made me want more. I seen the fruit of all of these healthy marriages. That made me want to keep on. I said, man, these people love their wives. Although they are different nationality than me, it's love. Love will transcend past your skin color. When you see love exemplified, it do something. But when you see fakeness, you'll you'll begin to clam up. You'll begin to resist. And God is saying, I want to love on you. Church, as the church of the living God, it's going to be very important that people can find love in your heart. They can see love demonstrated. And in his house, it's going to be important to be, it's going to have to be demonstrated. No matter what the world is doing. No matter what the media is saying. We got to, because it says everything else is going to dry up. Tongues will cease, but God's word, but God's kingdom got to keep on moving on. Tongues will stop. Amen. Everything else will come to a halt, but, but, but God's word will move forward, and love must be shown to be able to allow God to flow. Once love leaves, you're just making noise. You're just doing something. I got to constantly remind myself, brother, you got to have love in your heart. They're not doing what you want them to do, but you got to have love. They're not saying what you want them to say, but you got to have love. And when love comes in the room, chains will fall off. When a person operates in love, they get set free quick. When love enters that heart, all of a sudden you get set free. That thing that's been your, your pet sin that you have that you don't tell nobody else about, that it's only you and yourself alone that you get alone to, that, that that's, you figure you're going to take to the grave. But, you know, God is saying when you begin to get love again in your heart, you allow me to sensitize your heart, you'll begin to get delivered and set free. I'll begin to break the chain. We can't just love and talk, but we got to love indeed. You just can't talk about love. You just can't throw money at love. Amen. You got to operate in love. You got to let love become a part of you so that God can begin to bring about change in your life and our lives. So, so we got to understand that it's important to love in this hour. I done said most of what I had here. But we got to know also, too, that this world is a sinking ship. This world is going down. Amen. But God's word is going to last forever. Everything around you is going down. It's nothing but death reports. It's nothing but negativity. The only good news is that God's word hasn't changed. The only good news is that there is hope for tomorrow. The only good news is that Jesus still saves. That's the only good news. Everything else is negativity. People want, I don't want to hear nobody's opinion. I don't care about your opinion. What is the word of God saying? I don't care who you are. Your opinion don't mean nothing. I don't care what political person you back up. I don't care where you're at. I'm standing on the word of God. I'm not a donkey or an elephant. I'm with the lion from the tribe of Judah. Amen. If you ain't Holy Ghost, I'm standing on the word of God. Amen. It ain't no political. It's all about Jesus. We can't turn to the government for a stimulus package. We got to turn to God to be able to give us all the stimulation we need to accomplish his great and mighty works. Come on, somebody. Is there any kingdom people in here? Is there anybody that want to see the kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven? Amen. We got to get, get kingdom-minded in this hour. If you're not kingdom-minded, you're going to be part of the apostate church. Some people hear me, and they going to sleep. You about to be a part of the apostate church. You, you done drifted away. It's nothing but life coming, but you tired. You thinking about dinner. 
you thinking about lunch. You're thinking about going to the mall. God is saying, you need to hear. This ain't because it's me. You got to allow this to get downloaded into your spirit to bring about change. You want change? You want to see your husband change? You got to receive. You want to see your wife change? You got to receive to this next level so that God can take the, word, the door of fellowship church to the place that it wants to take it. Amen. He wants to take this church somewhere. He wants to raise up people in the house to become the mighty men of valor. And the Bible says love covers a multitude of sins. Amen. When you got love, your sins get covered. That's how the shackles break. Amen. That's how the shackles break. You got to be uncomfortable so that God can make you uncomfortable. Uh, Sometimes those uncomfortable situations, being around people you're uncomfortable with, May, uh, amen, glory to God. That's how God begins to make you comfortable. I just don't know what to say. I just don't know what to do. Just be yourself. Just operate in love. Amen. People different. That's a good thing. But, but, but it's amazing how the enemy tries to trick. You know, we'll go overseas to different places and we'll be ourselves. But God say right here in seas, I want you to sit down with some folk that don't look like you. Don't sound like you. Amen. And I want you to rub shoulders with them and talk about the goodness of the Lord. I want you to talk to them on the phone. I want them to come lay on your pillow. I want them to come eat at your dinner table. Amen. Come on, somebody. I want you to get uncomfortable so that you can get comfortable. Some people want Christianity to just be comfortable. Even while I'm talking to me, it starts with me. You'll go overseas and go over here, but let's, let's go in seas in your bedroom. Can I do, are you ready? I'm telling you, God moved us from here, then he moved me to Jersey Shore. Look at my life, y'all. A brother from Jersey Shore. That's where I lived at. Hey, who ever met a brother from Jersey Shore here? I'm that brother from Jersey Shore. Come on, somebody. I wanted to go to Jersey Shore. And then get this. Then I wanted to go to Renovo. Anybody ever heard of Renovo? Come on, somebody. Y'all ain't with me now. And then I said, I'm going to Renovo for you, Lord. Some people said, this man then lost his mind. Pastor Matt went with me, went with me to a, home, a town meeting. The whole town came out. Pastor Matt said, Brother Jones, I don't know what you got me into. We had the lawyer. The whole city came out. Said, we don't want this guy in here. And then a year later, they called back and said, we wish you would have never left. The drug epidemic, we want you to come back. The drug epidemic has taken over. But God said because we operate in love. Love will make you cross barriers. It'll make, make you move your landmarks because you operate in love. And people want love. You got to open up to love. The Bible that love covers a multitude of sins. So, so God made us uncomfortable. A guy that had racism from the ways I was brought up, my mentality, I can't, what, what can a white man teach me? I'm growing up from the inner city of Philadelphia, and God had Apostle Wayne sit there and love on me, love, my, love the, the, the hate out of my heart. See, some of us got stuff from when we was kids and what we was told when we sat on auntie and uncle's lap and don't even realize that thing affects the way you think today of other people. But you'll never tell nobody about it, but the way you act and display yourself always expresses it. You ain't got to say that you got a race issue, but the way you act, I can tell you a little weird around people that of different nationalities. You get a little bit weird. You ain't got to prove to me how many friends you got, black, white, or blue, or green, but by the way you display yourself will always determine. Because if love in your heart, I ain't got to show you, Brother Matt's my brother from another mother. It's love there. If I got it, he got it. 
That's love. I ain't got to wave to, in your hand to show you how many people like friends I got that's white or that's in my church or Chinese or blue because we, love is in the heart. We, we got love. So, so when love comes, it, it transcends every barrier of the heart. It transcends every thought, every process. Everything that I was taught, I realized it had to be erased because love came in. I can worship to rock and roll worship because I got love in my heart. It's all about Jesus. I, got, I can worship to Rastafarian music. I can worship in Africa. I can worship in Mexico because I'm operating in love. It's not about what you think or what you was taught or what you was brought up with. It wasn't right. You got to forget about it, and you got to allow Christ to begin to teach you how to love. Amen. And when you got love in your heart, you don't got to work hard for it. You ain't got to work up love. It just oozes out. When, 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 when I believe it was, oh, man, oh, I can't even remember the name. I know it was one of the twins. My wife said when I first came from uh, Chicago to here, one of the twins, the Omer uh, the girls, one of them came and hugged my wife and hugged every bit, of, every bit of demonic, whatever was there, out, love came out. She just wrapped her in her arms and said, baby, we've been love you. Never seen her in her life. And love just came out. That's the type of, I don't care how much hate you got. When love enters the room, it, it, it evaporates. It evaporates. You don't got to prove yourself that you like a particular person because I got love. And, and some, it's amazing because love, it, God, if you let him, he'll so radically change you, you won't even know you. You'll know how you was brought up, but all of a sudden, this love thing, and, and, and it, it, just, it just changes the, our outlook and perspective. So we got to allow God to cover a multitude of our sins. It wasn't right what some of my ancestors told me. It wasn't right what took place today. All of these things, it wasn't right, and it wasn't your fault, it wasn't my fault. But we got to know that it's God's kingdom marching on, and things went on before we all got here that caused a lot of hate and a lot of mindsets of a lot of people. But we got to allow love to flow so that the world can see that it's, although these things happen, we're not going to forget about it, but we know that it's love in that house. And people will see the pastor, the shepherd. They won't see him as no color. He don't got to even stand up. They'll know it's love up in there. When I came here, it, I didn't care. I was for many years, I was probably the only black brother from the hood. I'm talking about from the hood. I ain't talking about, I'm talking about from the hood. I ain't talking about raised in Williamsport. I'm talking about a brother from the hood. I don't know nothing but hood stuff. And, and, and God brought me here. I said, man, how can this guy, he's from Countersport, tell me something? He don't understand what I know. I'm from the hood. Pastor Wayne would get up there with his two-piece suit and preach the love, out of the hate out of me, and I would just say, how does it happen? God said, he don't got to go where you've been. All he got to do is operate in love and speak my word, and that puts y'all on an equal playing field. And that changed my life. To the point where in, in, the, in the examples, Elder Rick, all of the cup married couples, the McKernans, just seeing all, it, it just changed my life. I never could have conformed, amen, to anything like that. But God transformed me because, watch this, I allowed him to renew my mind. You got to allow him to renew your mind. They call us at my church, they call me the, 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 the brain, they call me the neurosurgeon and my wife the heart doctor. I said, man, I, I didn't even realize, I went to, worked on a psych unit. I didn't even realize God was giving me a, a, a doctorate degree in the mind. Amen. I didn't even know I was in school of the spirit to be able to understand people's mind. He said, I'm going to give it to you with the mind, and she's going to be the heart surgeon. And I thank God when I go to surgery, I love to bring my wife with me because she's going to work on that heart. 
She's going to pull out what's in that heart. And as we left here, it's amazing, the stuff that be coming out of my wife's mouth, I'm thinking, wow, Lord, because she allowed God to, to, to change her. You know, some people, they always leave God in the vestibule, but these are the people that want the full momentum. So just let love arise. And I'm going to close out. I got to read Isaiah chapter 42, verse 6 and 8. I could preach here all night, y'all. I tell you, I love this church. This is one of my favorite churches on the East Coast. Amen. This is one of my favorite houses. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got to be open to God, y'all. We got to be open to God. We got to let love flow. Brother Kurt, you know, just hearing you, man, I remember you was, you was the first, one of the first brothers here that laid hands on me. When I fell out under the power of the Holy Ghost, when I didn't believe you could fall out. I said, man, that stuff is fake. I ain't going up in there. I ain't falling. You ain't pushing me down. What's wrong with you? Somebody jumped off this pulpit and prayed over me, and I hit the floor and got up a brand new man. I didn't get up until the end of the meeting, and it was more people than this. It was packed. I couldn't even get up. And I said, Lord, I'm embarrassed. I looked up. I said, how am I going to get up? Who's watching me? I can't even move. I couldn't even move. And, and God said, yeah, that's my power. And don't, you ain't going to be able to get up because I'm ministering to you. I'm breaking chains off of you. Amen. And God want to break chains off of people. You know, because what I think and how we think affects our kids. And then we create a generation of people who think the way you thought because of what Grammy told you. And because you never told the truth about righteousness, peace, and joy, now you got a generation of folk that's racist and segregated and separated and, 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 and all, of these all of this foolishness that, that will perpetuate. And when God allowed me to have kids, I said, man, I refuse to allow my kid to grow up thinking they're any, anybody but a child of God. Any, you, anybody but a child of God. When we go to battle, what are we, Americans? When you go to Afghanistan, they don't care what color you are, do they? They will shoot you whether you're purple. If you look like an, if you're an American, you're losing your life. And God is using these things through war and different things to bring all nationalities, all genders, all tongues, all tribes together to work a work. We got more mixed interracial babies now than ever before. And I, the Lord always spoke to me. He said, that's a way that I'm going to break up racism. The ones that hate the most on both sides or threes or whatever side is where I'm going to plant a white baby and a black baby to deal with your heart. Let's see, you're going to look at it every day. And you're going to choose whether you want to love or you want to hate. You're going to choose because if you ain't dealt with it, that's the chain that's still holding you back till you deal with it to deliver you, to take you to where I'm taking you. That's why it's more of a more interracial relationships now than ever before. When years back, a black man would have been castrated or a white man or however would have been castrated or killed. And God is allowing these things to happen to remind us of what God is doing. He, it's all about him. It's all about, I hear from some stories from ancestors, man, say you couldn't even look on to another nationality. You'll lose your life. But God has brought us to Christ and gave us freedom and liberty. And we can't, we don't teach our kids this. We got kids here. We don't teach them that, but we teach them love. We got to teach them love. We got to teach them that everybody is created. We got to do this. No matter where you are in life, to the highest mountain and the low, you gotta teach them love. They gotta see other people thriving. They gotta see other nationalities. They gotta be exposed. If all I was was in Williamsport, I would, I would, I wouldn't have been this. I would have been lost. I wouldn't have known that you gotta get out. 
and begin to see others. That's why Pastor Matt, when you used to have the missions trips, man, I wanted to go. I was 30 years old. I said, man, I want to go with the, they going to Montana Bay. Y'all went all over the place. They going here. I want to go. I want to get exposure. I want to learn about God's creation. Amen. Uh, can I help? Am I, with, am I preaching the word of God, y'all? Am I speaking truth? Come on, somebody. I'm just speaking what's in my heart. I'm just speaking what's in my heart. I'm just speaking what's in my heart. First, Isaiah 42, verse 6 through 8. This is what's going on in the nation. The world is talking about this stuff. We got to be able to talk about it in church. We've been quiet too long. I mean, you could turn on the TV and see all types of stuff going on. Hear all types of stuff. You can have all types of internet battles. But God said, you better take that battle in prayer. You better take that in prayer. You better let love be demonstrated in your heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, boy, I ain't hear you. Hallelujah. I know, I know y'all been there. Praise God. Let me get moving. Praise. He scared me, brother. Hallelujah. Let me get going. Hallelujah. Isaiah 42, 6 through 8. That's a reminder. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. But I'm going. It says, Isaiah 42, 6 through 8. It said, God is speaking here. Where is it at? Isaiah 42. And I'm going to go. Hallelujah. 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 I just thank God I got the freedom and the liberty because, to, to speak life. Man, I, I'm not, we can't let nobody box us in. Amen. I'm one of them preachers. They say, man, you, you ain't going to be able to, I'm going to get invited back or won't be invited. I'm going to just speak truth. But every little moment I get, I'm going to speak truth, whether it, it taps on that vein or it doesn't tap on that vein. We got to be able to be delivered. God want to see people delivered and set free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 42, verse 6 through 8. We thank God for the people of God that's been operating in this love. We thank God for the people of God that's been operating in this hope, this joy, this call. It says, I the Lord, this is the call of Israel in righteousness. I the Lord have called thee in righteousness. He's called all of us in righteousness and will hold your hand. I'm going to hold your hand, church. I'm going to hold your hand, people of God, during this time. I have called you. Amen. I have called you in righteousness and will hold your hand and will keep you and give you, give thee for a covenant of the people for a light of the Gentiles. God is speaking through the prophet Isaiah to get God's message clear to Israel, to open the blind eyes and to bring out the prisoners from the prison and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. So today, God said, I'm, I'm speaking to Israel. I'm, I'm praying that I can, my message, and I'm praying that the message today to the church will open your eyes, amen, to the truth, amen. We can't, be, we can't just sweep things under the rug no more. God wants this thing dealt with so that healing can come forth. Come on, y'all. So God used Isaiah. He said, he said, I'm going to warn the people of the coming judgment of continuing in sin and share with them my complete restoration about the Messiah forever. We must know that God is the breath giver. He's given you breath. He's given it to everybody that walks on this earth. And it says here in verse 6, and this, this is, where, where was I? Glory to God. It said verse 6, I the Lord have called to open thy blind eyes to bring about the prisoners from the prison and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house to open the blind eyes. I'm coming to break the chain of the Holy Ghost of sand. I'm, I'm here to break the chain of hurt. I'm here to break the chain of habits. I'm here to break the chain of your mindset of, 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 I'm here to break the inferiority complex, the superiority complex. I'm here to break the chain of depression. Hallelujah. I'm here to break the stronghold of poverty off your life. I'm here to release love in this room. 
I'm here to release healing. I'm the chain breaker. I'm taking you out of the prison. When, when, when Paul and Silas went to prison, as they began to praise God and the prisoners heard them, all of a sudden the foundation in the jail began to shake. And how many know when the foundation begins to shake, the walls collapse. But for some reason on that day when they begin to shake, when they begin to pray and the, and the, and the, and the earthquake happened, amen, the, 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 the walls didn't collapse, amen, but the, but the chains begin to break. Amen. God said, I've been sparing your life for a long time. You've been walking around and talking. Amen. And the foundation been, been shaken, but I'm not going to break you. I'm about to make you, and I'm going to break these chains off your life today. Come on, somebody, if you can stand to your feet. You want to get the chains broke. You can stand to your feet. He said, I want to break the chain in your life. Glory to God. I want to break the chain. I want you to sing praises. I want to break the chains in your life. I want to break the chain of bondage off your life. I want to break the chain of doubt in your life. I want to break the chain of fear in your life. I want to break the chain. Some people saying, Pastor, you, 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 you know, we, 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 we've, been, we've, been, we've been chilling for a moment. But he said, now that we're coming off this quarantine, I want you to get, be able to see a chain break off your life. I want to break this chain of, of, of pornography off your life. I want to break the chain of, of addiction off your life, of version off your life. I want to break the chain of, of, of bipolar off of you and schizophrenia off of you. I, I, I want to break the chain. I want to release the healing. Amen. We're, we're deliverance pastor. God said, I want to break it. Some people say it don't take all that. It, it, God don't do that. God said, I move through signs, wonders, and miracles. I want to break the chain off your life. Amen. Are you willing to allow God to break the chain, take the ceiling mentality off your life and allow you to walk into an open heaven? Are you willing to allow God to break this chain off your life. He said, I'm the Lord. I spoke through Isaiah. I'm speaking to the people. I'm calling you guys for a righteous purpose. Amen. I'm calling you for right actions. Amen. I'm calling you with a right attitude. And I'm going to guard you. And I'm going to keep you no matter what. No matter what the devil says. No matter what the media is doing. No matter what your friends is saying. He said, I'm going to keep you. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to bless you. But you got to keep your heart right. And as you keep your heart right, I'm going to begin to break chains off your life. Some people got are still in fetters. God said, I want to break it. You've been leading, but he said, it's a fetter on your feet. I want to break this today, but you got to be open to allow me to break it. Amen. So the Holy Ghost is, is here today to break chains off your life. How many believe that God is still a chain breaker? Uh, can you give us a, a, a worship song here about that? I just want to hear a chain breaker, brother. I'm hearing, I'm hearing the Holy Ghost talking about a chain breaker. He said, I want to break a chain. He told me you didn't come here 600 miles to see people still in chains. He said, I still the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. Amen. Dwell in us. Dwell in you. The leadership. God said, I'm here to break a chain in your life. I don't care who you are. God said, I want to break a chain. If you need a chain broke off your life, Pastor, I don't know. If it's okay, you come to this front. And I guarantee, God said, I guarantee I'm going to break the chain. I don't care how long you've been into this church. God said, I want to break a chain off your life. And once this chain breaks, this is going to be the chain to thrust you into your destiny. He said, I speak life today. I want to break a chain off your life. God said, I want to break a chain. Amen. I still move in signs, wonders, and miracles. I'm still a healer. I'm still a redeemer. I'm still a sustainer of life. I still the great I am. I still cross the color barriers. I still cross the racial barriers. I still bring in backsliders. I still raise the dead. He said, I'm looking for somebody today that need a chain broken off your life. He's told me today, there's somebody here that need a chain broken off your life. You've been shackled. Amen. You've been serving God. You've been in the house of God. 
God, but you got a chain wrapped around you. You got an old chain. God said, I'm going to break it today by my power. He said, it's not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, but you're going to see my power demonstrated. God said, I'm releasing my Holy Ghost in here. He said, if you need a chain broke off your life, today is the day. Today is the day of visitation. Today is the day of visitation. Get ready. The harvest is coming in. Souls are coming in. Souls are coming in. The harvest isn't stopped. God said, I'm just getting started. I'm going to bless this man and woman of God. I'm going to expand their horizons. I've already enlarged the borders. I'm going to open the heavens on this place. The word will come forth. Order is being released. He said, I'm here to break the chains. I want to break the chain of damnation. I want to break the chain of addiction. I want to break the chain. I want to break it. I'm releasing obedience in this house. Lord, we release life in this house. We release resurrection power in this house. We release unity in this house. We release hope in this house. We release joy in this house. Because out of this house is going to flow in the community. Out of this house is going to flow on the job. Out of this house is going to flow in the valley. We bring it back what was once delivered to the saints. Lord, release faith in this house. Lord, bring back the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Release it, O oh God. 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 Release the river.